0: Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Boom, boom, Yeah! Boom, boom. We're good. Boom, boom. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. Woo! It's episode 50. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob. And I'm back with another edition of the 50th edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, whether you've been riding from episode one all the way up until now, or you're just picking it up from this episode, or a couple episodes before this, or however you listen to podcasts. It's greatly appreciated thank you very much you're awesome and things like that but yeah cool beans here we are episode 50 um normally i do a recap show every 10 episodes so this is no different um a lot of people put milestones or goals on episodes is 25 and 10 and 20 and and fucking 50 because, I mean, that's a hell of a lot of episodes. For 50 consecutive weeks, I have edited it, did it, did it and put together a podcast to put out to the world to listen to and stuff. And please forgive me. I was up late, late last night recording a podcast <laughs> with um McCool and company. Over there on the NEI network, uh, Matt McCool and, uh, Josh Lopez, uh, they over there doing their thing. Uh, Matt invited me on the podcast. I am the most humbled and honored to do so. It was a great opportunity to talk about one of the things that I love professional wrestling. And, um, we did that just that. And what was crazy about the whole thing was, um, we got on early on in the night. And damn, we recorded. We was like an hour and something in, and um, his computer just said, "Fuck it, I don't want to do this shit no more." You put me through too much stress. You expect me to do all this bullshit. You want to talk to other people across the interweb and Skype and record it, and uh, I'm going on strike. So that's what the fuck his computer did. It just said, "No, I don't want to do this shit no more." It and it froze. It had an error. And we lost that whole hour and change of recording. But me being the person that I am, I was all hopped up on Mountain Dew, wearing my pee pants, coming at people like a spider monkey. I was like, fuck it, man. We can just do it over. Just let's record again. And that's what we did. It kind of dragged off in the beginning because, I mean, we was kind of just rehashing some of the shit we said before. In the previous recording, but once we got past all the stuff that we did already and touched the content that we never talked about yet, it was just magical. I was just over there being random as I tend to do. And, um, it was fun had by all. So, man, we wind up staying up until we started recording initially around about nine something, almost 10 o'clock central time here in Houston, Texas. So a day, hour ahead. And, um, we didn't get off the computer off of Skype until like th- shit two something, th- almost three o'clock in the morning, my time central in Houston, Texas. So, I mean, it was like three, four o'clock in the morning for them. And I was like, Oh man. And I'm just, I'm still riding on adrenaline because one, my wife gets up to get ready for work at three thirty, So it ain't no way in hell. You know, after, you know, recording that episode, I was going to go try to go creep my ass in the squeaky ass mattress we got in the fucking. We need a new mattress and don't wore it out. (laughs) So I wasn't going to go in there and disturb her knowing that she's going to be up in a couple hours, you know, because she always be. I got a curfew, you know, if she go to bed before me and if I ain't in the bed by what, let's say she got to get up at three thirty. If I ain't in the bed by, let's say, eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven thirty is probably the latest. If I ain't in the bed by eleven thirty midnight, um I'm sleeping on the couch. And, you know, I have problems sleeping. I, I, I don't get good sleep anyway. And I'm just wind up rolling around in the bed anyway, keeping her up. So I just stayed out here till it was time for her to get up and you know, offered of to cook breakfast because I was hype. I was just ah! and <laughs> Man, I, I am I'm damn near legit delirious right now. Cause I mean, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep, but I got shit to do. And I know if I go lay down, I'm not going to record this episode and I'm supposed to be going to Louisiana this weekend. And, uh, you know, I got to chop this thing up, put things on it and upload it to the website, which since this is episode 50, I'm going to kind of let you in on a little secret. You know, I release an episode every Sunday comes out on iTunes and all those, various media platforms that hold podcasts but if you go to my website randomrobcast.com the episode is already on there like before sunday so like if i'm today is friday i've done i'll be done with this episode i'll chop it up edit it and i'll upload it to the website and my podcast provider and it'll sit there until it posts automatically on sunday but if you go to randomrobcast.com more than likely it's up and upload it on the site already, so you can listen to it early if you want to. I'm just throwing it out there, but I mean, Sunday is the routine, and that's what I advertise on Instagram. Yeah. But 50 fucking episodes. I wasn't fucking on the episodes. I, although, if you go back to episode five, when Mrs., when me and Mrs. B-Rob was uh, drunk as fuck podcasting, um, some fucking was to be had, but it just wasn't recorded on the podcast. But um it's been a wild ride, man. I mean, I through the beginning of this podcast with episode one, I mean, I was going through some changes. Um, I was in the military, you know, deciding if I wanted to get out, and I chose the out route because they offered me retirement early. And um, you know, kind of figuring out what was the next step. In my life, you know, after the military, 16 years and two months of my adult life was spent wearing a uniform, going to other countries, some for good, some for bad, and just training the future of the Marine Corps as um, also being mentored by the elders of the Marine Corps. So... Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy that if you, let's go even, even further back. Let's go, let's say this has been 50 weeks consecutively. So let's go back maybe 55 weeks ago. I was still in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And just trying to figure shit out. I was entertaining the idea of a podcast, but I didn't know how I was going to go about it or what was the logistics behind it. And, you know, do I just, <laughs> I, I can remember when I got my, my, I can remember my first computer. It was a compact, came with a DVD player and, um, seeing how much the world has changed between then and now. When you got a computer back then, it came with everything you can record on that computer. It had all kind. It had recording software in there. It had all the hookups to where I used to take my cassette tapes. Had an auxiliary cord. We run it into the back of my PC, and I would record cassette tapes on the PC. I would re- um download music and make my own screw tapes. See, we in the we in the birthplace of, of screw DJ Screw baby, rest in peace, Houston, Texas, and um I used to do all that shit on the computer, uh. And um, I forgot where the fuck I was going with that Man I'm so tired <laughs> I wish I could just Rewind it and listen to where I was going with that shit and just Come back with it But yeah no 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 what I was saying yeah Old computers that came with everything you ever needed I had a microphone that came With it I had recording software On the computer and I could just press Record I could say whatever the fuck I Wanted to say and it would be there but now you know you got to find software that's either free or find something that's relatively cheap that do that'll get the job done or you have to just go to the other spectrum and this go to the high end and buy the bestest of things if you got the cash flow for it and then you got to buy external microphones because the microphone necessarily in the computer is not that good And then if you want to get really good and Technical, you got to get a mixer or some kind of other audio splitting device. Because as I've said many times on this podcast, I didn't know shit about this. I bought this laptop that I'm currently recording on without, you know, even thinking about doing a podcast. I just bought it because I needed a new laptop. My MacBook took a shit on me, kind of like how McCool's did last night. It just said, fuck this. I'm out of here. You see that couch over there? Fuck it. Cause that's what's happening. Fuck your couch. I don't want to do this podcast no more. That's what his laptop said as my laptop did before this one and his father before him and so on and so forth. But I just got a laptop cause I needed one. And you know, primarily I was just going to use it for Photoshop. There's only one program that I was going to use. I mean, it, can take up a significant amount of memory and RAM and all the other bullshit, but it would have got the job done with this computer. When I finally decided to pull the trigger on the motherfucking podcast, uh, this setup was an ideal for what I was trying to do. I mean, even really, if you go back those first couple episodes, it wasn't even done on the motherfucking laptop. Cause I didn't know how I would, what software to use or how I would go about it. I was using my motherfucking iPad mini, uh, USB to lightning connector and an audio Technica 2100 USB microphone. And I was sitting in my bedroom closet recording episodes or I would take it to work with me when we have downtime between classes. Then we would just bullshit around the microphone. So that is like the first probably 10, 11, 12 episodes of just me trying to figure out what it is. And truth be told, 50 episodes later, I still don't know <laughs> what the fuck this is. I just I just turn on the record button and whatever the fuck flies out of my mouth just flies on out. I would prefer it at this moment in time to be some Mrs. B-Rob flying out of my mouth right now. But that's Paul from the course. She's at work right now. And yeah, so many things. Uh, in just in the creation of this podcast, there's just so many other things that I want to try to do, but at the current time in my current financial situation, and you know, it's just not allowing for that. Um trying to make some videos or do, you know, video record some of the Skype conversations that I have for the podcast, but you know, with this basic ass laptop, I mean, it, it is not the, this is not the equipment set up, you know, that's conducive to that process because I mean, I, I'm getting a lot of freezing and lagging and, you know, um the video that I just recently put up on YouTube with me, uh, Andre and tiny Ebony or whatever. I mean, it, the audio is decent, but the um, video is kind of choppy, you know, a little bit of lags and skips and everything. That's because this laptop can't handle it. but I mean, it, it gets the job done for the most part. I mean, you're hearing my self and sultry voice. Right now, and your ear holes tickling the, the the ear whiskers and shit. Dog, I'm I'm recording a podcast right now, and <laughs> my PlayStation is on. I got a game of NBA Two K Seventeen pulled up, and I'm trying to I want to play it so bad, but I'm I'm recording right now. I don't want to do both at the same time because my brain don't work like that. Anyway, Whew. um, I am grateful. For the batch of guests that I had within this 10 episodes um, from episode 40 to here now, episode 50. And I have more on the way that I had pre-recorded. I mean, some of these episodes were done uh, weeks and months ago. Well, I wouldn't say months. It's within two months span, all these episodes, recent episodes that's planned have been recorded. You know, I've just been trying to figure out what order I'm going to release them in. And um, you know, how I wanna play play them out. And then I got that one massive over three hour podcast with uh me that motherfucker Jody B, um, John Calvert from the Hey Fifty Cal YouTube page, um, Sketch from the Sketches World Facebook group, um, Cody Bronson, who is um another former service mate who's gonna be starting his own podcast soon. So we all was in there for Three or more hours just talking about shit. It went from kind of a podcast setting with Jody B in there, and then he left to go take care of his kid. Then it became us just bullshitting and talking about the old days when all four of us worked together in the same building. FC 500 in old French Creek at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. That fucking place. Yeah, we all just, I was there for the birth of Sketches Sketches. And and it's cool because I can remember one of the days, I mean, because he um, really dug the cyanide and uh, happiness uh, strips and um, some of those other comics that take that kind of same humor. And he would, like, replicate those. He would draw those uh, same characters with his own um, spin. And um, I would tell him, I said, man, why are you just copying somebody else's shit and I can remember telling him I said why don't you create your own characters and make your own thing I mean all you're doing is taking somebody else's shit and putting your, um, your your thoughts and stuff over it just make your own thing and that'll represent your thoughts and your opinions and um, that's what he did I think the first character that he made in that universe that he has is uh, Steve <laughs> he had a damn a bucket on his head or was it, a, no, it was a lampshade. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't know if you have any of that stuff posted on Sketches World or whatever. But if you go back to the very beginning, I mean, you probably see Steve running around somewhere. I think it morphed into his um current character, which is the one with the stitched up mouth and the eyes and all that other bullshit. And then, you know, from <laughs> that was over what? Fucking three, maybe almost four years ago that happened. And here he is with over 20,000 fucking Facebook likes and follows. And, you know, it's great to see that, you know. And my man, John Calvert, with his Hey 50 Cal YouTube series. It just popped up out of the blue somewhere. I mean, he was a intel in the military. So, I mean, he was he spoke well. Uh, you know he, he got some G two up there upstairs, as we like to say. He he's a smart one, you know, and he um he's very expressive, and just to see him have a video just pop up out of the blue like that, and um now I think he's over two thousand followers on um YouTube. I didn't expect that. That kind of came out of nowhere, like a RKO or R R R K O, <laughs> and um. He's enjoying what he's doing. He was able to um through um I ah, tongue tied. Still sleepy. He was able to um, you know, really get into it. He's starting to like it. You know, he upgraded his equipment. He's starting to plan out more things and um do things through his YouTube channel. You know, as far as spreading the awareness of veterans and um other military folk, you know, clearing up myths and common common misconceptions of military members like the taboos with uh, Marines like we're fucking crazy ass baby killers and shit and, yeah, <laughs> and before I became a Marine I was one of those dumb fucks man I had a guy you know um, pretty much through all my mil- well, not all my middle school probably toward the end of my middle school run so that'll be grade eight up and through ninth all the way up until senior year i knew a um a guy my homeboy deaky p Derek campbell dick in the night <laughs> um I, his brother he um was a grade ahead of us or uh, two grades ahead of us he went off and joined the marine corps and he came back and i know this guy you know, I've been going to his house for many years, playing video games. You know, I know the dude. And he went off, became a Marine, and came back. And then my dumb ass asked him, I was like, dog, are you crazy? Like he was going to tell me if he was fucking crazy or some shit like that. You know, it's just. <laughs> but, yeah, man, podcasting. is It's been fun. Um, I had the opportunity to be on the naked Porch Podcast with Ray, Daniel, and Gwiz. I think that's a prerequisite. Anytime you say the Naked Porch Podcast, you got to sing their theme song. Or, or, or do the voice that Ray does. Sounds like a Jewish woman. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't have the range for that. Oh, But I mean, that was I, man, it, that was a great time. Um, I had, uh, Andre on here, um, doing the podcast with him. It was a, a real delight. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm not the most poetic with words, uh, formulating my thoughts into a coherent speak, but, um, Andre, him, you know, just his attitude about life and everything. He, he says the things that I think he puts my thoughts into words. He He is a poet of my mind. And he has a nice mane of hair. So, I mean, it was just cool doing episodes with him. And um, I wouldn't mind doing a podcast with that guy. But, <laughs> you know, as awesome as that would be, I would love to do it. I mean, I'm having, you know, issues just handling and take care of one podcast just to do another. Or even, you know, bringing someone in on what I'm already doing. I think that would kind of, you know, be somewhat of an issue because, I mean, if you're dealing with two people for one show, you know, I mean, it's kind of like grabbing a guest to come on every damn episode is, you know, you got to bend the people's schedule. I mean, you got to get them on whenever they can get on. And then also, I mean, you got to deal with your own personal things. What I typically try to do since I'm not working at the moment. I damn I have all day to myself where the wife is at work, the kids are at school I'm in the house by myself ah! no one is here right now so I can get up to all kinds of madness and shenanigans that's when I do most of my Instagram videos I'm just walking around the fucking house have you ever noticed that? Well, I mean I know you probably notice it on whenever I record a video, I can't stand the fuck still and just record something I gotta be walking around when I'm talking or whatever. It's like that when I'm on the goddamn phone too. If, I, if I'm ever so rarely on the phone talking to somebody. I can't just stand or sit in one place. I got to walk around. I got to move. It's like my legs is driving my thoughts and everything. is making the words, formulating my sentences, process and everything. So I got to walk around. I got to move. So I mean if you go to my Instagram account and you look at any of my videos. You will always see the background fucking moving. Because I am never rarely... Uh, sitting still whenever I'm recording it, I guess it helps the creative process. If you want to call that shit creative. <laughs> I also had the opportunity to share a 50th episode with um Arlie over there on the random chatterings uh, podcast. So that'll be out sometime, you know, next month or next year. That's a long wait, right? It'll be out next year sometime, dude. But I mean, that was a great experience. Um, he got to recap some of his uh, life in podcasting as well, um, and he also, you know, he kind of broke his format. It was just uh, me, him, and Sean. That's when you um, go ahead and take your shot because I mentioned Sean or the horribly awkward podcast. So, yeah, that that whole experience was great. It was it was fun. Um, got to hear him laugh. Hysterically as he does all the time with everybody, <laughs> which is very delightful. And you know, you, when you're in a, a setting like that, you kind of forget about your your, your age group there because he's in his twenties. I'm like in the mid, me and Sean in the mid to upper thirties. So I mean, as you can, if you ever, if you ever, whenever you listen to the episode, whenever it is released and everything. I mean, you can hear that. I mean, there's no, you know, like, oh, back in our day. I think there is some of that, but it's more in a mocking sense. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to that episode being released. Um, I'm very appreciative of the Naked Porch podcast, you know, constantly retweeting. The episode I was involved in, even though it's like two or three episodes old now, they still constantly retweeting it. Uh, me and Ray got a good rapport. I, te- I I text message him. I send him random text messages to his phone, like his actual phone, not like a voicemail line, like from my actual phone number to his phone number. And sometimes I'm just sending him dick pics or me uh standing butt naked on the sink. Standing on the sink. I ain't talking about like putting my ass on the sink. Like these girls be doing on Instagram. i am talking. About I be standing butt naked on the sink. Sending Ray pictures. I, I'm lying. I'm not. I don't. I'm, please. I don't. I don't think of me that way. <laughs> I don't do that shit. I'm sorry. I don't send dudes my penis, my mushroom stamp. No, I don't do that at all. The only time I do something like that is if we on Twitter and I can find a gif with some crazy shit like that on there. So. I'm not sending actual my penis. I'm sending someone else's penis. <laughs> oh, that went off the rails. I sound like I've been doing rails. Some of that, uh, she cuts a white in skinny pieces and she cleans up with her face. Goddamn. Who's it? Starboy? What's his name? The weekend. It's damn near the weekend. And I'll be traveling to Louisiana this, um, weekend. <laughs> and i forget every time i go down there i got a little a little thing going on it's um there's a a fast food chain well it's not fast food it's slow food it's a, it's a restaurant setting it's a place called walk-ons they my unofficial sponsor every time i go down there i gotta go get me a mozzarella log yeah it's, it's delicious shout out to walk-ons Sometimes they reference me when I do my Instagram videos or I tweet from there. They they acknowledge me. I'm still waiting on that sponsorship, though. Motherfuckers. I didn't mean to call you a motherfucker. I mean, you, you're holding my sponsorship rights in your hands. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll be there this weekend and order me some mozzarella logs. I'll get a double order just for cussing at you like that. I'm sorry. I, I made such a mistake. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors i'm looking for some if anybody want to hand some of that stuff out i don't know how i really feel about sponsorship though because i mean it's kind of like going back to what i was saying with doing a a dual show with somebody i mean i love being a guest on other people's podcasts or even having guests on my podcast i mean but it's the logistics behind it i mean if you don't have somebody to um, your partner to record with i mean do you not record the show and then that can hold up your process. I mean, you want to be consistent with your releases. That's why I try to, you know, get everything done before the weekend. Cause I know once the weekend hits, I'm out in the fucking weeds. I'm out in the marsh somewhere, you know, getting lost, in, you know, family things or lack thereof and whatever the hell else I get myself into. So yeah. I, um, I don't know. Just, I want people to sponsor me that, you know, I, I kind of, that kind of suits my personality, whatever. And then I just love to fucking go to walk-ons anyway, to get the mozzarella law. So if they want to sponsor me off of that strength alone, I'm, I'm fucking down with that. (laughs) But I mean, there's other people out there that do sponsorships. I know, um, most recently, uh, the mixed feelings podcast, they got sponsored by Dick at your door. So uh, they're getting all kinds of chocolate dicks at their door and everything. I'm pretty sure they like that. They might want some of that vanilla dick too, some white chocolate from Willow Walker Jr. But that's a whole nother story. But it's a, um, a service out there to where you can get, uh, you can anonymously deliver uh, a, a big, veiny chocolate penis, milk chocolate penis to somebody's doorstep, you know, motherfucker that's pissing you off or as a gag gift, you can be like hey motherfucker eat a dick and there it is it's a big chocolate dick they can put it in their mouth and chew on that motherfucker and not cause any bodily harm to anybody no chocolate dicks or human or black penises were harmed in the making of these products is um what is that uh, it's a pita friendly company <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I approached them because I thought the, you know, idea was crazy and wild and kind of random ah, and, you know, that's something I can get behind. But well, I don't, I don't want that to get behind me because I don't want to put chocolate penises in my butthole because that would like not be good. And I, I don't swing that way. I get nervous. Anytime the doctor talking about they got to do a pr- prostate exam and I was like, oh no, oh no. Have you ever had a prostate exam? I know you can't answer me right now, but I mean, feel free to tweet or Facebook at me your responses. I know that motherfucker Jody B probably had a couple of prostate exams. They probably stuck a whole goddamn, uh, they probably backed the KY jelly truck up to his butthole and just like fed uh rubber gloves into his butthole while the gel was uh invading his crevices. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired, but I got so much shit to do, man. And I know if I don't damn do this podcast right now, I'm not going to want to do it later. But yeah, dick at your door. And, I, I, and also, I mean, I'm trying to bring to their brand because, I mean, you, you, you've you heard that. And I said, Y'all can you can eat a dick. And, you know, I, I can see what they're playing up on right there. And um, also the phrase that goes around, too, you can eat a bag of dicks. I've, I've been pitching at them small, you know, bagfuls of little mini chocolate penises, like little assorted chocolate penises and everything. You can get some that hang to the left and, you know, some with more veins, some with less veins, smooth penis, circumcised mini chocolate penis, uncircumcised chocolate penis, look like an aardvark, anteater. And you can just send them a bag of dicks. It's like, bitch, eat a bag of dicks. I'm trying to pitch that. See, I'm bringing it to your company, baby. If you hear me right now, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm your, your dick at your door spokesman. That was me over eight years ago. I was bringing dicks to the bitches' doors. It's like, here you go, dick at your door. Handle that. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Mrs. B rob wouldn't appreciate that whole little thing just then. She's not here. She's at work and she doesn't listen to my podcast that I know of. So, but she'll probably pop in occasionally, make sure that I'm on my best behavior for whatever the best I can do, <laughs> man. But yeah, I would do some shit like that. I, I mean, I got, um, you know, the standard stuff. I got some, um, I got an Amazon affiliate account that I, I, I keep forgetting the fucking plug. So, I mean, hey, there you go. I got Amazon affiliate links. And, you know, I think people, you know, it's, it's too, those things are cool, but it, I, I guess it's like too much for people. You know, it's not convenient. It was like, hey, I got some Amazon links on my website, which motherfuckers hardly go to the website anyway. I'm surprised they use the links to um, my webpage for the podcast. I mean, that's why we have other, you know means of distribution like stitcher sound well not soundcloud um you know itunes and other places like that because you know that's convenient people have them on their phone it'll upload automatically or download automatically and poop they can just press play and listen you know with these affiliate links i mean it's a link on a website so people got to open up their phone or their laptop or whatever they're using Go to the website, then click on the link, then it'll take you to Amazon to where you just do your normal thing. I mean, it doesn't cost you extra. I sound like a fucking podcast, one commercial. But yeah, I mean, those links would help me out if anybody used them. I mean, I use Amazon pretty frequently, but I forget I have the links my damn self. Because I mean, a couple purchases I made on Amazon, I went to my own damn website. I used my own damn link to buy shit off of Amazon and I've made more purchases since then but I forgot I had the fucking links cuz they're not getting used and I don't you know promote them enough and that's the thing with being random you got so much thoughts in your scalp but you damn it's moving like 30 miles an hour and you hitting the brakes and then it go to the front of your brain you be like oh what the fuck what just hit me up here oh let's talk about shoes and then the whole time i wanted to talk about amazon links now i'm talking about motherfucking shoes ah! i'm sorry for all the yelling i'm sorry i really am <laughs> i sound like dave Chappelle on half-baked he's like i will bitch slap the both of you and he hit the weed and he's like sorry for yelling <laughs> yeah but amazon links um, I'm probably going to see what's up with audible or whatever the fuck so I can get some audible links. Um, man, sponsorship is just crazy. I mean, there's other avenues. Or, I mean, everybody, it seems like to me that a lot of independent podcasters. I mean, it's their right to do it. I mean, and a lot of them, you know, I guess they're successful at it or they're getting some kind of traction. They're doing this Patreon thing. Everybody's doing the patreon. I've seen some of the um the videos from the, um the founder of patreon um he has an inspiring story about how the company was started and everything and that's cool but me I don't think I have really anything to offer as far as um you know patreon stuff man i mean i I could do some extra episodes um I could probably do some video content, but I mean just like I was saying earlier i mean I don't have the equipment to do anything like that right now. I mean, Lord knows I want to do it. I mean, that's why I'm on Instagram so much. Cause I mean, that's simple. That's easy. That's something extra. I can do It's a mini long clip. I can just say some stupid shit, go to Walmart and Booyah is out is there. I mean, with the YouTube thing, I mean, I can probably do that from my phone too, but I mean, I want to add some production values to it. I want to add some little name tags and a little ticker bars if you ever looked at the video product for the uh mixed feelings podcast they do like green screen effects or the vag liquor podcast which is fun to say if you go to their youtube page and look at how they do their podcast and a um, visual setup i would love to do something like that or even just recording the skype conversation you know video like uh, how sean does on the horribly awkward podcast take a shot and um I want to get into things like that. I have the software it's just the hardware aspect. And I, man, I'm not the type of dude to sit here and be like, beg you for shit. I mean, I have, you know, ways to kind of monetize. Like I do the t-shirt thing from a spread shirts, um, the um, digital distributor or whatever. So, I mean, I don't have control over my T-shirts like I don't have them in hand to do that. And, you know, it's just a funding type of thing. I mean, I could find Houston has over a million damn near two million people live in Houston. They got so many businesses and ethnicities and all kinds of shit. I can get pretty much anything made here, but it's just the funding part of it, man. I ain't got no kind of money to just be tossing around like that. It's fucking Christmas time. I'm trying to help a dude save his fucking house through GoFundMe. I'm trying to pay bills. Damn, my wife is working her ass off. Which, I mean, she—I guess she's working. She she is working hard, but I don't think she's working really hard because that ass ain't coming off, baby. That shit is just ooh. <laughs> but she's working hard, man. She's killing herself. I'm currently unemployed. I mean, I have a job. You know, as we speak right now, I've been through orientation and I should start work here soon. But for the past couple months since I've been out, man. Uh, Miss B Rob has been handling it all. The roles have reversed. There was a point in time when we were married, we both worked. She was a cop. She we met in Savannah, Georgia. She was a police officer for Savannah PD, and um, she was you know independent. She was single before she met me. Um, and she just was working hard, doing her thing. A female in the police line of duty, doing the good deeds and everything. So we met, you know, I'm in the military. I've been doing it at that point, you know, half of the 16 years. I met her at the halfway point of my career. And, um, you know, we both were career people and we, you know, got together, we got married, we started living together. And, um, once, you know, since I am the military man, you know, I'm card subject to change. I, I can't be planted in one duty station forever. As much as I love the Savannah area and the whole South Carolina feel, you know, we were not too far from Florida and too, wasn't too far from Atlanta. I mean, it was, that was a great little niche down there. I wanted to stay forever, but I couldn't. Marine Corps told me, Hey, motherfucker, you gotta go. You've been here too long. So once I had to pack up and leave and go to a new duty station, you know, she uprooted that life to follow my crazy ass around and, you know, through all the shit that we've been through the past eight years together, you know, I, I don't know, I don't, man, it's kind of hard to um, me. It's kind of hard to imagine my life without her these past eight years. And at the same time, you know, with through all the personal shit that we go through, you know, with me, her and the kids and everything, I mean, She's strong. I don't even see how, you know. I think a lesser person wouldn't be here right now, putting up with my bullshit or me putting up with her bullshit. Because I mean, bullshit is a two way street. Is is you can blame everything on one person, but you know, let's think about that. All right, this dude is a shit bag. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about me. I'm just using examples right now. I'm I, no shit to pack here. But I mean, these girls that get these no good dudes that don't want to work, and they're um, they pretty much mooching off of them, bumming off of them, or whatever. I mean, you could say that's a one sided thing. He ain't. He's the one that's up to no good. But it's a two sides. They both ain't shit. I ain't gonna say they ain't shit. They both. It's a two way thing. She's enabling that person. She is letting him do that. You know, or whatever. She is putting herself in that situation. She has the option to either leave lay down the law and make him get off his ass and do some things so i mean it's a lot of back and forth it's, it's always a two-way street so i mean you know eight years of marriage to this woman i love her with all of me and you know we have arguments we have disagreements um over family stuff finances everything yeah, it was pretty much like a normal couple would it's been extremely hard, especially now with her being the only one working. I mean, it's not like I'm not getting I'm not generating any income. You know, I get a retirement check and everything. But um, it's not enough with fucking three kids, especially one in high school, one in middle school, one in elementary. And they all need something different. And especially just the kid aspect alone. All three. Well, it's five of us in this house. One drink, one kid in here drinks regular milk. Me and my son, we drink lactose milk because we lactose. And then my daughter, she fucking drinks like soy milk or whatever type of brand there is because she is beyond lactose. She can't drink lactose milk because it still fuck up her stomach. So that's buying three different milks. Um, The baby, she's still a baby, so I mean, what she's six, but she's still young, so she don't have the sophisticated palate as everyone else in the house, so we eating rice and beans and shit like that. She want motherfucking chicken nuggets and goddamn McDonald's and Whataburger and all this other bullshit, which is delightful at times, but you think I'm gonna come out my damn pocket trying to get a damn Whataburger every goddamn time? Even though Whataburger is motherfucking delicious? And If I go get her something from Whataburger, then I gotta get everybody else in the motherfucking house some motherfucking Whataburger, which isn't a bad thing, but it is fucking costly to eat every goddamn night at motherfucking Whataburger. Whataburger it is, though. It's tasty. Shout out to Kiefer Bartek. (laughs) Whataburger connoisseur. And, um, you know, all that going on and, you know, we have our disagreements and just, but just in the aspect of her uprooting her whole life, her whole sense of security to follow me around, <sighs> you know, I feel bad sometimes. Whenever we hit a hard spot, whether it be you know finance or just some other personal stuff or whatever, I feel bad because I, I I just go back to that instance because there was a time in the beginning to where she was out of the you know line of duty for police. And she followed me to Jacksonville, Bumfuck, North Carolina. And she fucking pulled out whatever 401k money she had and she was like done. She and then we get to fucking bumfuck Jacksonville and North fucking Carolina, where it's the 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 Marine Corps butthole is that whole place is like the vortex. I mean, Jacksonville, North Carolina exists because of the military, because of the Marine Corps, that base and because of that you know it's a lot of you know everybody there has some affiliation with the marine corps there was either in the marine corps and got out of the marine corps stayed in the area started a business so there's a lot of that going on there Um people retire there for whatever the fuck reason i don't know um you know people that's in the military doing their side hustles there you know they own property there because i mean you can Buy a house as soon as something come available. Because <laughs> I mean, there's buku motherfuckers that live there in this little bitty space, and they constantly building apartments and houses and everything. So it's pretty much who you know there, and far as far as the job market goes, if you are not coming in there with a, like a a high level degree or getting transferred from another place to that place, is jobs are few and none. And I mean, you can get a Burger King job, but that ain't gonna cut it. And damn, um, Just think about it this way you, It's kind of like me now Marine Corps 16 years Two months of my life And to not do that anymore And to try to do something else That's a whole culture shock I mean she was a cop She was previously in the military She was a military police She got out of the military Became a cop on the streets And then all of a sudden Because of me She ain't doing shit no more She stopped it and then I knew she loved her job because she would always talk about it and um, Mrs. B Rob is not skittish at all <laughs> not like me I don't like anything dealing with the neck I don't like fucking needles Um, like when it comes to certain gore films or whatever if a motherfucker like knee like a bone pop through the skin I'm like oh, that's nasty and she's just sitting there not even flinching and blinking she into that type of shit so you know being a police officer you see some horrific shit especially out there in the savannah chatham area that shit is just crazy down there especially now and um you know she would come home and tell me all these stories and i'm just sitting there like ew and i was like that shit don't stink that shit don't fuck with your head she's like no don't bother me and you know she got many great opportunities to do things within the police department and just for her to just give it all up for me man i'm Forever grateful and at the same time I'm remorseful as well because when we moved to Jacksonville for three years I was stationed there and she did not have a job the whole fucking three years there. It's not because she didn't want to go work. It's because she couldn't find work. She couldn't find what, like if she tried to go for the police department down there, her certification wouldn't have transferred over. She would have had to go through the academy all over again. And that's something to ask of, you know, a mother you know, she she had her first kid. She had my third child. And, you know, to go through all that stuff and start from scratch again, you know, fuck that. So, I mean, through that whole three years, I freaking encouraged her to write a book, which she did. And now. Um, she went to school, got a cosmetology degree. She just wrapped up. um, a, a Associates. And she's looking at a bachelor. So that three years was productive. But I mean, it was financially straining on me because I was providing everything. I was now taking care of her bills. I was taking care of the current bills we had with the home. I was taking care of everything with the kids. I was taking care of my personal bills. And then we had family living with us, too, man, for a while. So just that whole scenario for three years me providing solely for the whole family you know it, it it weighs on the person that had their own for so long and to not have it and to depend on somebody else it fucking sucks so now here we are what almost eight years later now i'm retired i don't work and she is doing everything she's the one paying all the bills and everything i mean like i said i can provide some help with my retirement but i mean I pretty much knock out the rent and she take care of everything else. So, I mean, there's still that strain here. So, you know, I'm doing my part. You know, I got a job now. So I'll be starting that here soon. I'm taking the dive into going to school or going back to school. And truth be told, the whole reason, I'm I'm leveling with you. I'm telling you the truth right now. The whole reason I joined the military Well, one of the reasons, but the main reason one, I got a girl pregnant. So me being a dumb kid, you know, I jumped into the military because that's what I was raised around. I knew it was, um, you know, a safe bet for, you know, trying to do a family thing. So that was one of the reasons, but the damn main reason was I was, I fucking hated school. I loved the people. But I just hated the whole idea of school. You know, some of that has come back to bite me in the ass here now, current day. But um, shit. But I joined the military so I wouldn't have to fucking go to school, <laughs> you know. And what I found out after joining the military is that I would do more school-esque type work. You know, in the military, that I would have done, you know, just going to school regularly, regularly, and um, this was fucking crazy, man. Because I mean, every course that you do has to have a class and a certification, and with certifications, you got to have a test. So that means you got to to study some shit, and you're gonna have to review. And all kind of junk. And then for advancements, you had to go to these different level um, for every rank. Just about. They got um, a different level of school that you need to go to for your MOS. And then you have your MOS specific schools that you need to go to. And it's just like, what the fuck? I was like, I didn't sign up for this shit. I just wanted to drive trucks. <laughs> so, I mean. My wife is Inspiring you know, with her, seeing her doing the school thing. And, um, you know, it kind of made me at the time wanted to go to school. So I tried to go to college for a little bit. I signed up for the art Institute of fucking Pittsburgh online, did a little bit of college there. And with, um, the current workload, you know, just driving back and forth. Cause I mean, we met in Savannah, Georgia. I moved to Savannah, Georgia to stay close with her and, um, I was stationed in Beaufort, South Carolina, which is a 35, 40 minute drive from Savannah. So I was making that drive every day to and from work because I want to be with my lady. But I mean, you know, I wouldn't change a thing about that. You know, I I, I ate that 35, 40 minute drive every day. I was like, "Mm, this shit, this ain't nothing. I do it. But, um, you know, just that drive, you know, it did eventually get to me, um, the workload over down on the depot and, um, just other stuff. I mean, it was getting in the way and I just like, I couldn't handle all of it. So I stopped going to school then. And, um, now here I am again, you know, out of the military and I'm trying to go back and I guess, finish it off. I mean, I never really did it with, a a a specific degree in something in mind. I just wanted to do it to completion. You know, like right now I'm gonna go just get an associate's in general studies or whatever. Uh, initially, when I signed up for the art Institute of uh, Pittsburgh online, whatever the fuck uh, I went in for um, web design and then I changed it to graphic design. Cause I like doing Photoshop. So, I mean, I had some experience with Photoshop. I've used it. I know the tools. So I was like, why don't I get a piece of paper saying that, hey, I I know how to use this shit. But, and, you know, I, and I just wanted to get some extra skills in Photoshop. You know, something to build upon or what I already got, that foundation. But, you know, I find out going to college for graphic arts, they expect you to know the shit already. And they don't really teach you any new things or whatever. I mean, they wouldn't. I mean, I got some help. Like, they're like, all right, this is the premise of your project. You need to do this. I was like, well, how do you make this? And, you know, I would get some know-how on how to do certain things. But, I mean, I wasn't really learning nothing new. It wasn't really helping me. That's kind of another thing that kind of just kind of threw me off of it. I was like, I'm paying for this? So, I was just like, kind of fuck that, and I kind of went away from the school thing. And now, here I am. I just I I mean, I got all these credits. I mean, Uncle Sam is going to foot the bill for me to go to college. Why not finish it out? Why not get that piece of paper that said hey you did something you know it'll hold weight somewhere I guess it'll hold up my um, <laughs> you know my it'll stop the rings from being on my table as a coffee coaster or whatever the fuck but anyway I mean a lot of things I want to do man but my brain just don't work that way I think podcasting is easier because I can just press the record button whatever the fly, flies out flies out because there was a point in time to where I wanted to write a book you know marines and everything they not even just marines just service members in general i mean the things we do the things we say um would be highly frowned upon in the civilian sector cuz i mean i'm finding out, like during the training for the job that i have you know i'm sitting there biting my tongue trying to fight <laughs> the urge to say inappropriate things which was prevalent in the 16 years or two months of my life not so long ago i mean all right dude up there teaching class and he say the word like uh dictator or something like that i was like yeah you take that dick dictator. you know what i'm saying i could say something like that in my office back in way Win marine corps and everybody would be like ha 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 dictator dictator i get it but i try to do some shit like now nah, man sexual harassment You know, I'm getting rolled up. I'm getting fired from my fucking job or whatever, you know. So, I mean, I'm biting back or whatever, (laughs) suppressing that urge to say some random shit in fucking these classes or whatever. But, I mean, some of it has a little bit of leeway because a lot of the people that work there, that's going to be my supervisors or some of the coworkers are prior military. So, I mean, I got some kind of leeway, but they got some regular peoples in there, some civilians, and I don't want to risk it. I don't want to be on CNN talking about and it's not going to be B-Rob does some horrible and heinous shit and get brought up on charge. It's going to be like ex-Marine or retired Marine or former Marine is going to be putting the Marine Corps on spotlight. So I don't want to do that shit, you know. But I, at one point in time, I wanted to write a book. About all the crazy things that we talk about, all the stories that that's had um, between you know service members some of my experiences and all kind of stuff and I want to write those stories down in a book but I mean man I, you 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 hear this podcast you heard what I was saying a little while ago my brain don't work like that for me to sit there and try to formulate and schedule out some shit that's why this show is the way it is I don't rehearse this shit maybe you know in, the intro comes naturally now because I've been said it so much but I don't rehearse shit for this podcast I get a guess. That's the only real work I put into it. Like, hey, can you do this, please? And um once I hit record, sometimes they don't know, and we just talking, having a regular conversation, and that's the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what this podcast started off as. It started off as an experiment. I was telling um my homeboy Nate. Matter of fact, I'm texting him about what I'm saying right now on um Facebook messenger that's uh nathan uh waltz i can't even say his last name it just looks weird for me to say it and I, i'm i'm a dumb motherfucker anyway i just told you i didn't like school <laughs> nathan you know he's a frequenter of the horrible gamers podcast that group of people and you know ice in the face and all those other places he 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 gets around the podcast and everything so shout out to nate i'm talking to him about what i'm about to say this podcast started off initially as an experiment. I wanted to get those things that I couldn't put in book form in audio form and just, you know, kind of keep those. For myself, but at the same time, I was like, why would I just keep them for me? You know, I mean, I do have a bad memory. I'm horrible with um names, but I remember faces and, you know, I my memory is fucked up. But, you know, I just wanted to keep them for keepsakes. And, you know, I'm you know, I was leaving the military. I wanted to have these stories to go back and listen to and um, have those memories and everything. But I mean, I was like. Listening to some of these stories, I was like, you wouldn't believe me telling somebody else's story. Why don't I have that person there to tell them, tell you their story? So you can hear from their mouth rather than hearing it from me secondhand and everything. So that's how I kind of blossomed. I, you know, I just, I took all the recordings that I did at work. Cause that's what I was doing. I started off with an iPad and a USB microphone and I was bringing it to work and I just set it up in the office during downtime, press record. And we just have random, random conversation. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm gonna make this into a podcast. And then now um, once it got to the end to where, You know, it was time to exit the Marine Corps. I didn't have all my service members around me, so per se. And then it's kind of hard to get track of those guys because they're working constantly. We work every day and now I'm not so much working every day. It's hard to get those guys on the podcast to come tell me stories and shit. So that's kind of why the podcast kind of shifted in that aspect to to where I'm just grabbing random people that I find genuinely interesting and damn trying to get them on the podcast and just bullshit with them, essentially. See if I can pull some of those funny stories out of them, you know? So, I mean, that's how you got the birth, birth, like earth, um, of the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast. And it's 50 episodes strong today. So, yeah, man, 50 episodes in, I'm, I'm freaking enjoying it. Um, I'll do it as long as i can do it, you know, as long as i can keep up with it. Um i'm when i go home this weekend to Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm going to bring the equipment and then i'm going to get with Chase and i'm going to get with Jam and i might hook up with Cosign Chris. I mean, you heard him on previous episodes, Them Boys and uh Cloud 9. Go back and reference them episodes cuz um my man Jam, he just went through some shit, man. Um it was like on some black lives matter shit, dog. He got pulled over by some cops and they was harassing him like on some TV shit, you know? I mean, thankfully he alive and well and everything. So I want to have him tell his story on the podcast. So look out walk-ons. I'm coming home. Get me some fucking mozzarella logs and everything. So I look forward to doing that this weekend. Man, I don't know what it is, bro. Because I mean, with social media, it makes us easy. It makes it easy for us to connect and talk to different people from all over the world and all kinds of things like that. But people don't even talk no more. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, man, because, like, you think anybody that creates things like podcasts or music or movies or anything, their main focus, their main goal would be to branch out and get their, you know, chosen field out to the world, out to the, as many people as they can reach. But, You know, you know, I even fall into the trap. You know, I look at all these people that got famous off of Vine, you know, Batch and fucking D Storm and all those other people. The one girl that I don't remember her name. They always popping up on my motherfucking Instagram shit or whatever. Like those people came up off of, you know, a small media platform, just doing it consistently. And now they got millions of followers. They verified everywhere. Some of them doing movies and TV shows. They're generating their own revenue, doing comedy tours and all all kind of shit off of a social media platform. Just being themselves or being creative or being somebody else or whatever the fuck they do. They blowing up off this shit. And, you know, at some point, you know, you know, it doesn't matter what people tell you. Whoever doing podcasts, they are doing it for fame. Or the allure of fame or some kind of, you know, recognition for your thoughts and your creativity. There's not a goddamn podcaster out there that is saying this shit that I mean, that's not saying that shit that that, they cannot honestly look anybody in the face and be like, I'm not doing this to get famous, bitch. I'm not. I don't know. This is just how I address stupid shit. I'm not calling anybody in the podcast realm a bitch, but I'm like, motherfucker, think about it. You are talking into a recorder. You are recording your thoughts or your opinions, your views on certain things, a certain topic, a certain subject. And you are uploading it to the internet to where everybody can access it. And you are saying that you're not looking for any recognition, any fame to come from that. You are a motherfucking liar because why not just do the recordings for yourself and not publish them anywhere if that's not your goal you know it may not be let's put it this way it may not be your main focus you do it because you love it and you think the content that is generated you know somebody else might like and why not put it out there free for the world and it could brighten somebody's day or make somebody think differently about a certain thing you know it's about change it's about um making the change or inciting change. I can get that. But there is no part in your brain to where you're going to be like, "Oh man, I'm not that this to get famous. I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get famous. Bitch, you is. Motherfucker, you are just not on the grander scale. There's some people that put it to the forefront. "Hey, we trying to get famous. Hey, we trying to make a name for ourselves. Hey, we want to be this biggest thing ever." Some people put that to the forefront. And I'm not faulting them for that because they're being passionate about something. You know, if they giving their all and they putting whatever they got into it, I can't fault them for that. But if you one of them motherfuckers that's like just doing it just to do it just to get famous and you're not putting your all into it and you're not, you know, you're not giving it anything you're not helping your fellow podcaster you're not doing any features you're not giving any shout outs you're just doing it for you you're just doing it off the screen for you trying to get you fucking famous and not putting nobody else on fuck you and your couch two times each couch cushion yeah i said it come at me bro if you want to argue about it you can come on a podcast we can you can be a guest i help you get your brand out there. <laughs> But I mean, I fell into that trap as well. I was like, man, I'm going to put it on the Internet and damn, somebody going to reach out to me and want to make it into a show. I mean, I, I you know what? I really didn't think that thought. But my my whole thing was. I'm going to do this, you know, after I exit the Marine Corps, and this will be a means for all my brethren and sisters, because there's females in the military to, you know, I'm always around. I've had the same cell phone number for the past 10 years and I don't plan on changing it just because I always want to be there for somebody who's trying to contact me, especially my military brothers and sisters now. And this is just like another way to be like, Hey y'all, I'm doing well. I'm still alive. I'm still kicking it. I'm still fighting a good fight because I mean, with people like you know in their legacy years of the military man people that's doing this for 15 16 20 years 30 years you know even beyond that if they can this is their life man this is all that they know for in some aspects of it and get a lot of those people when they get out of the military man they don't know what to do with themselves and they fucking just slowly slip into a decline and they can't deal man you know i'm just kind of i'm 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 just doing it because I'm I'm here, I'm uh, you know I've made it through 16 years and two months of some bullshit, you know being away from my family, you know going to somebody else's backyard and kicking in their goddamn door, and wondering why the fuck am I doing this shit? Because I mean they human just like me. I'm a person. You're a person. Doesn't matter where you're from or what your views are. I mean, what's the cause of me coming into to your house and putting a gun in your motherfucking face if you're not doing me personally any direct harm or you know malice you know so i made it through the other side and you know in the beginning it was rough you know i I cried you know the first couple of days you know when i was just by myself soaking it in for the moment i'm just like you know what the fuck am i going to do you know but you know luckily for me and you know i got a, a my wife And, you know, a family that support me, you know, I, you know, kind of got through that rather quickly. And here I am podcasting strongest ever. But, you know, I'm putting my voice out there, you know, for my brothers to know that I'm doing okay. And if if for any reason they need to contact me, there's many ways they can do it. I'm here for them just to bullshit, get you on the podcast or just text and talk or whatever, man, we need to do. Because, I mean, that's what this podcast is for. This podcast is for the transference of creativity and well-being. Boom. There it is. So if you do anything that you put your passion into, you put your heart into, I mean, anything that you put some goddamn thought into, I mean, if you think it's a good idea and you're just kind of pursuing it to see where it goes, booyah, this podcast is for you. You can come on over, plug your stuff, not your holes, not your orifices and everything, and um we can talk about your podcast. We can just talk about you. We can just chat about some bullshit, man. Get you get your voice heard by some ears. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm fucking Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, all these other motherfucking famous podcasts or whatever that's too good to retweet my tweets or even acknowledge me or anything like that. Social media is a crazy thing. I'll get into that another fucking time. But I mean, man, at least I'm trying to help your cause man at least I'm trying I mean I'm putting some belief in you man because you got an idea I mean I find you interesting I'm trying to get you on the show dog I'm trying to help you promote your brand I, I'm I'm begging people I mean I, you know everybody is not good at everything but if you putting forth that, that old college tribe like I'm trying to enroll in college now you know what's the harm in putting your single out there you know I, I am not musically gifted i'm not musically inclined whatsoever but if i just did some shit just to bullshit around because you know i'm that type of person that just do some shit just for the fuck of it just to be funny make some people laugh you know or whatever i said it the, the hernandez GoFundMe. me i said if we can raise a thousand dollars for every thousand dollars that is raised for their GoFundMe, me i would put out a single i would put out some kind of original music that would go into a mixtape. So they're trying to raise $15,000 in 30 days. It seems like an impossible feat, but I seen things happen in life and I believe it can be done. But I was like, for every thousand dollars that's raised, I would do some kind of song, whether it be rap, whatever the fuck, whatever I can muster up to make, I would make one and I would make it into a mixtape. So I mean, if we can raise fifteen G's, fifteen thousand dollars, a thousand dollars a pop for a song, that's fifteen tracks. That's a whole fucking album, baby. I'll come out with an album in this bitch, and it won't make no sense. It probably won't rhyme. The beats maybe it suck, but I'm doing it for a cause. I do it, you know. I don't, man. I I do that shit because I mean it would benefit somebody else. I mean, if anybody was to hear this and use this as a means to want to give I'll do that shit I'll embarrass myself to help somebody out That I'm saying it on front street man I'm tired i am been yelling my voice is starting to hurt <coughs> I'm coughing oh baby help me help me Jesus help me baby Jesus but man it's crazy internet is crazy People are crazy. Life is crazy. Life is strange. It's a video game. I think Sean had uh, one of the voices from that video game on this podcast. Take a shot. I said Sean. And Horribly Awkward. So, yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up, man. I got some things to do. I can keep going, man. I got I got so much shit on my brain right now. But I got to put a cap on this thing, man. Gotta go do some um, life stuff, some real shit. I mean, not that this this isn't real. I mean, it's. You get what the fuck I'm saying, motherfucker. But yeah. As always, you can find me on Twitter at It's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling, I'll just bullshit around, do all uh, types of shenanigans. That's the account that you do it on. Also, the show has a Twitter account. You can follow it on Twitter at, wait for it, R-R-R underscore podcast. For anything dealing with the show or updates or any random, random shit, go ahead. Hit me up. If you want to get on the show, hit me up. Um, Got a website, randomrobcast.com. If you go down to the bottom of the homepage, I got merchandise. And now for the life of the GoFundMe, any merchandise that's purchased on randomrobcast.com, all the funds are going to the GoFundMe to save the Hernandez family home. Also, the links for the GoFundMe are down on the bottom of the homepage as well. So anything you can give would be appreciated. 30 people give $1. That's $30 people give $1 that's $100 anything that you can give help spread the word not only spread the word but donate as well man 30 fucking days as of this recording and I'm recording on the Friday so this is going to come out Sunday that'll be down 28 days left to raise 15k we're already at 890 I think shout outs to um, Quinn and Jim Jupiter they donated as we recorded the episode so look forward to that um coming out here pretty soon. Great episode. Shout out to Janice H, whoever you are. She was one of the donors for the GoFundMe. She gave up five hundred dollars of her money. Or somebody else's money. In any case, Janice gave up five hundred dollars to this cause, making it jump from sixty dollars when I started jumping on when I found out about the GoFundMe. Um it brought it went from sixty dollars, it jumped to 370 when me and jody b got involved and then it jumped up to fucking five i mean 890 as of right now as of right now but you can make that number change it's so close to a thousand dollars if you want to hear a random and wacky track from myself get get to that thousand dollar mark if you want to hear another one get to that two thousand dollar mark and so on and so forth i have a whole fucking album in this bitch i have a compilation anyway hit up the website donate um, you can find me on Instagram. That's why I do my Walmart logs. Hashtag Walmart logs. You can find me on Instagram at random ramblings. W underscore Rob. I like doing the Instagram, man. I want to um, build up the nerves. I want to build the balls. Today, I'm start interviewing people at Walmart or just asking them questions and let me videotape. And, you know, I'm going to have to get some release forms and all kind of shit drafted up. But it's coming one day. Once I get straight with the finances and get everything settled here. I'll have some fuck off money, some fuck boy money as me and Ray was talking about on the naked porch. (laughs) But yeah, I want to get some damn, I want to get some of those eyeglass cameras, the glasses cameras and just walk around and incognito some shit. But yeah, got that. Check me out on Instagram, Facebook, man. Y'all not giving the Facebook any fucking love, man. Come over to the Facebook page. This is where we can be the most interactive. I know you're kind of leery about Facebook because it's become this thing, but I'm not talking about all the fucking Facebook. I'm talking about my specific portion of Facebook. Come to my Facebook page. Help me, you know, get some likes over there. I mean, you can post whatever the fuck you want in there as long as it's not pro, you know, like kid shit and, you know, something out of. Ugh. There's random, then there's just fucking wrong. We don't want no wrong shit on there. You can post whatever you want. You can plug your podcast. You can put your music up there. You can put videos. You can talk to me. You can talk to the chat. You can talk to everybody. Come to the Facebook page. Pretty please. And, um, fuck, man. That's it. Um, I was just, you know, as of this morning, three o'clock this morning, I said it at the beginning, finished recording with, uh, Matt McCool and Josh over there at the uh, pipe bomb on the NAI Network. Great time. Over two hours of recording, which only one and a half hours was actually recorded. (laughs) Technical woes. Shit happens. Oh, God, I'm losing my voice. Look forward to the Jupiter. It's coming up here pretty soon. If you haven't heard that podcast, listen to it. It's only like 20 fucking minutes, and it's great. Bumpy 103 coming up, episode 51. And um, I'm trying to get more guests, man, but Like I said, like I went on the rant about social media, people don't talk really on social media. They just read shit and go on about the business. I send emails to people because they ask you to send email for, you know, correspondence and information and booking and shit like that. But I send emails and nobody responds to the motherfucking emails. I'm probably going to spam. That person probably extra busy. I don't know. But why put the shit out there if you ain't going to use it or track it or whatever the fuck you're doing anyway, but you can send me emails my voice you can send me voicemail you can do that at 304 talk rob that's 304 825 5762 that's my voicemail line for the whole month of December send me your random Christmas stories I told you one on the last episode (coughs) oh I'm coughing my neck my back my neck and my back Uh, Jody B sent me a story you can send me a story. Just do so. Hit that, uh, voicemail number up. If you want to send me an email with your music in it, or you want to use, um, your professional equipment to send me a Christmas story, do that. My email is randomrobcast at com. Woo. Ugh, my voice is dying. I'm tired. I got adult shit to do. I'm sorry. Ice and the face. I didn't mean to use the adult word as a, you know, a term for doing everyday life shit. I'm sorry. I, I, please forgive me. But yeah, man, I'm going to wrap it here. Hey, I appreciate you all. We're 50 episodes deep. Hope to be here, um, 50 episodes later. Um, year is coming up here pretty soon. January 16th is the official year mark of this show. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do anything special. I mean, shit, this was the 50th episode. I mean, it's just me doing what I do every 10 episodes. But look forward and see, man. You might get something random. So with that being said, I'll see you next time.